to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversation since 2005. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. Happy 2019. Uh, this is Paul Wilson here with another episode of Karate Cafe, the first episode of 2019. And just off my center line, as always, my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Good. I'm doing well. How are you? All right. Freezing my butt off Good. a little bit. Um, yeah, I am too. We got that polar vortex going in uh, Grand Rapids here. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, see, see, global warming's not a thing. There's, there, there's a global vortex. Uh, <clears throat> as I was walking the dogs the other day, and uh, Montreal right now is kind of a little bit of a sheet of ice because it, like, it snowed and then it kind of got warm and then it rained or whatever. So they let these thick sheets of ice and... Uh, so now what I'm doing is I'm constantly walking around like being ready for a break fall. Like, like, yeah. I'm, like I'm always like my tongue's always on the roof of my mouth. I'm you know I'm like always right. like, breathing and and but it's good for footwork because you know I'm keeping my head above my butt and I'm trying to you know shuffle yeah. and, and I've only fallen when playing hockey. Um, well, and play by say, by saying playing hockey is like when I'm hitting the puck on the ice rink, uh, not in skates. <laughs> not like right. Yeah, yeah. but but again, good break fall. Pretty for hockey. Yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Good good break fall, and stuff. But um, so so that's kind of interesting. So but uh, the cold and the and the thing I've been I've been trying to uh, turn it into like a a martial lesson of like you know okay well I got all this big jacket on and I got gloves how am I going to do all this so right. so even though it's butt cold. We can still use it as a training opportunity. That's right. Well, and that's one of the things that uh, we've talked about in the past is that uh, you can you can incorporate your training into everything, and and it's the difference between um, you know having a hobby and living a martial lifestyle and um, and all that jazz. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I I I'm getting to the age though where I'm afraid that my my break falls may may break something. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's you know it used to be uh, it, it, I'm helping teach at a, a Waterloo school here, and uh, by the way, everyone, I'm helping to teach at a Waterloo school here. Uh, anyway, um, and we were doing roles and stuff, and and I'm 50 now, and uh, I've got a little. My family has arthritis in it, and I think some of it's creeping into my shoulder. And I did a roll, like it's the front roll, like I normally did. And I was like, mm, not doing it on the left anymore. Now I'm going to do it on the right. <laughs> so I make sure that everyone attacks me from the right. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. So it's 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 less about like you know safely doing the roll than just like kind of mitigating the damage. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. You know, maybe I'm going to feel that tomorrow. I can do it. I can roll. I can fall. And I go like, mm, yeah, I feel that tomorrow. You know. You know, it's I, I, it's funny because um, this fall we were doing some yard work outside and we have a oh it's it's about a, a three and a half four foot retaining wall and um uh, uh my wife and i were out and we were messing around and i thought okay this will be cool and i did i did a roll instead of just jumping up i like did a break fall onto the higher part of the grass and i sort of popped up and i looked very cool and walked away gritting my teeth going Oh my God, that hurt much more than I thought it would. <laughs> so you're kind of like a cat, like when a cat falls and like tries to walk away looking all cool, but you know, and you're like, man, that looking neat. You know, it's funny because there's just, and, and I know obviously, you know, we're not talking about, well, um, getting older and, and still doing martial arts. It's that there's, there's, there's stuff that your, your brain assumes that your body can do because your body did that thing 20 years ago. Um, and you know, you, uh, I, I was, I, I was in a school, this was probably a couple years ago now, uh, and had been doing, um, I was just in a first class at a Taekwondo school and we were kind of messing around and I did a round kick, uh, and a fairly high one. And, uh, I, I ended up pulling my hamstring, uh, and it was because, I don't think, I, you know, we had stretched. I think that my brain was just saying, this is what your body can do. And I, I did it. And of course, you know, it was a little bit more than my body could take. <laughs> so, so just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like, like muscle memory, you know, is, is, can it's be, a thing. It's a great thing, but it can be, you know, the, the, the right. double-edged sword. Yeah, That's right. totally. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a little different, you know, world cause it's colder and, and whatever here. And, uh, you know, we're, Various parts of the country, they don't have this problem, so I, you know, I got to think about it. Uh, what yep. I am, what I am finding, and especially now that it's winter here in in um, in, in Canada, is like 
my, my Kabuto radar is constantly going off because everyone's walking around with a stick, right? A hockey stick. And so, like, I'm constantly ah. like, you know, pull, there's a weapon, pull, there's a weapon. And then every time I'm and uh, played against sports, which is like a used sporting goods store for those of you guys who don't know what it is. Like, uh, back in Texas, I'd go in and they've got, you know, baseball stuff and golf equipment and, and you know, you know, and they always have like a small, like, you know, martial arts right. section with like pads and stuff because everyone right. joins and they buy all their sparring yeah. gear and stuff and then they, right. so they take it to play it. against sports yeah. and sell it. And so there's one down the street from the house and I'm like, cool, I swing in there. No, it's just played again hockey. It's all hockey stuff. It's played again hockey. <laughs> they've got they've got a really small like little section for like whatever's going on in the summer and the rest is just all skates and sticks and pads and and whatever. So wow. yeah, so but I've been trying to like adapt stuff for Kabuto, like using hockey sticks and whatnot, because again, gotta gotta think about things. You gotta um, be creative, you know, and it's important to uh, include that creativity in your martial arts, I think, in that, uh, you know, if I, I, you know, if you just, if you're going to class and you're, you're punching left and blocking right, and that's really all you're doing, then, then that's fine. Uh, and you can choose to do that. But, um, I don't know. I think it gets a lot more fun when you get more creative with stuff, when you do your forms in a different way than they told you to do it. Um, if, you know, I, I remember my, my Tai Chi instructor, he, he used to say um, that he would get drunk and do his forms. Like when he was drunk, he would do his forms, yeah. not like he would intentionally do it. But um, sure. just right, uh, just to kind of experiment or do them in when you're in water. What does that feel like? How does your body move? How does your body react? Um, and, you know, maybe it's totally pointless, but maybe you you get a nugget and that one little nugget turns into something you know that seed blossoms into a tree and you go oh man i never thought about doing it this way and maybe this is a more efficient movement than that is and you end up you know finding something that you didn't know you were even looking for right yeah you know i mean like with me you know like walking on the ice and walking in like snow boots is totally different Mm -hmm. and you know the snow is kind of piled up and you're like trying to do my footwork on like this snow that's you know deep like inches deep or, you know, centimeters, right. centimeters or whatever the metric thing is. I don't know. It's all, it's all metric. <laughs> metric is a fad. Anyway. Uh, oh, right. It'll go away. But, sure. but like, you know, trying to walk to, like, uh, uh, even my weight out so I don't, like, break yeah. through the eye. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, training abounds, right? And so, but it's all things that I never thought about in the context of, you know, Texas. Um, yeah. There's, you know, trying to step on scorpions and, and whatnot. But um, <laughs> and it's like the... Uh... The, the old uh, ninja tests of don't step on the scorpions. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. I, that we all yeah. did, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. 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 Who doesn't do that one? Right. Um, but speaking <laughs> of changes, so uh, just the other day, uh, so for those of you who, who have listened to our show, you know that we were like, like super regular and then we were kind of irregular and then, you know, we take some Ducalax and then we're, we're regular again and then we're uh, not regular. Not enough, and so with the move, uh, Dan and I are actually now in the same time zone. Yeah, uh, but yet strangely, we found it really hard to schedule. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, holidays, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, in that time, we've actually had some people ping me and say, like, "What? What's up with the show?" And as I've met people here, I've said, you know, "Hey, you know, I have this podcast." And then you yeah. know, my neighbor upstairs is uh, a jujitsu guy, and he listens to a lot of podcasts. So he was like, "Well, you know, you haven't any shows in a while." I'm like, "Yeah, no." So uh, <laughs> anyway, but the other day uh, we got an email because. Believe it or not, people, you can send us email, right? Right. Uh, and Where uh, would they do that? Uh, what address would they do that? That would be at karatecafe at gmail.com or on the Twitter. Nice. You could you, you could tweet us. The, we got the Twitters. We got the Facebooks we got, going. got all that stuff's going. Our, the tubes are filled. The tubes are filled. Exactly. Um, anyway, so uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan P., I won't say his last name, uh, who had – he's emailed us before, and I, I'm fairly certain we've talked about some of his um, questions. I think so, yeah. And uh, he actually came to one of my seminars, sucker. And a uh, really nice guy, Gojuka. Uh, anyway, he was going to school down in Collins Station in Texas, and he sent a, a, uh, an email, and uh, it was fairly lengthy. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. here's like, I don't know, four episodes. Right. So uh, The way we go on. The way we go on. Uh, you know, so like, because like we're 10 minutes in, and we're just beginning of the topic. But right. uh, anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to uh, try and trudge through the, the email, and we'll get as far as we can get. And if not, we'll just make another episode out of it. There you uh, go. And then hopefully maybe the rest of them will uh, will will do that. Uh, let me switch over here in the uh, massive Karate Cafe studio to 
the thing. So he actually sent this towards the end of um, January. So yep. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Ryan says, uh, "Happy New Year, guys!" Reminding us that uh, that the uh, New Year had started. That the New Year's happened. <laughs> um, I may go ahead and, and read through all this, but I think maybe I'll just read through the first two because yeah, it's we'll uh, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, it says 2018, 20, uh, 2018 was a big year for me. Finished graduate school. Good job, Ryan. Nice work, Ryan. Got a new job. Moved cross country. Got married. The Damn. list goes on and on. I know. I mean, it's like going Taking big. Care of business. Going big or staying home, man. He said, all the while, I've been building a list of questions I wanted to toss to you two now that I'm catching up on the podcast. I support that. Um... Uh, the first two, we'll, we'll just go ahead and read this because um, I'll read it because he, he made a comment on the second one. So he says, I'm in my late 20s, so young, and I moved around a lot for school and work and just as part of being a young person. Yep, been there. He said, what yep. was your training like when you were in your 20s? Were you able to put time into just one art or were you searching around for something that fit you better? Uh, and yeah. uh, actually, well, let's just let's just start there. <laughs> uh, you want to... Sure. Um, so let's see. Uh, yeah, late 20s, a little hazy for me. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but earlier, you know, when I was young and in college, um, I did not spend a ton of time training. Uh, I did go to a Taekwondo class and I was there for a while. Um, and I joined the judo club at uh, Western Michigan. Uh, and I was, I did that for a little while, uh, a buddy of mine trained in our niece and, uh, he and I trained our niece together. So I did that for a while. So I guess, I guess true to, to, um, the rest of my martial art career is that I've been kind of a dojo drifter for, for most of my life. And I just kind of bounce from one place to another. And I don't know if that speaks to my you know, there's there there's there's pluses and minuses to that. I think that the the plus is is that you get to experience a lot of different styles, a lot of different um, styles of instructions, right? Because you could have five guys teaching one art and they teach five different ways, um, and you could have five guys teaching different five different arts and all teach the same way. So you you get experience with um, what, what kind of teaching works the best if you're paying attention to it. Um, you also get experience with just different martial arts and different techniques and different styles and, um, you know, the, the commonalities and the differences. And that is a very interesting perspective to martial arts in general. Uh, but what you don't necessarily get is, you don't get uh, included into you don't get tight knit inclusion into a community. Uh, it's it's very hard to build relationships when you're only at a school for six months or even a year. Um, it's especially you know you can develop friendships and things like that, but the the relationship you have to an instructor, for example, uh, especially when you have that same instructor over the course of uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, it's just a different kind of relationship. Um, and it becomes almost more of a mentor type relationship. So there's, there's a lot of value in that as well. Uh, and like I say, for me, uh, I just, it was, it was the lifestyle that I had at the time and what I was doing, uh, when I was a little bit younger, I, I did, uh, I was at a, you know, when I was, when I was more geographically stable, uh, I did Hapkido. Uh, I did that in Detroit and did that for four years. And I found a school that I loved and stayed with the school. And that was the school that I wanted to stay with. Um, I think with the stuff at, uh, when I was in college, it was, it was really more of a, I did judo for a while and that was interesting. And then the semester ended and I didn't really feel like joining again because I was too busy with other stuff and I never went back to it. Uh, so it was more of just a scheduling thing and it didn't pull me in enough to say I'm ready to go back. Uh, I think too, because I was kind of, uh, on my own at that point, uh, looking at the finances of, remember the Taekwondo place was like a hundred bucks a month and I'm going, gee, it's, 
it's either beer or it's taekwondo and uh i was at the point of my life where i just decided to pick beer um but uh yeah so so that was my experience and i've i've had um i think like i say there are good and bad uh spots of doing that uh it just depends on your temperament your personality and and uh, uh kind of what you enjoy doing i i would say that i wouldn't um you know, the one thing that I didn't do is I didn't make that choice consciously. It just kind of like was the way things happened for me. And in retrospect, I I kind of wished I had made a more conscious choice and really understood that, hey, there's a there is this this benefit to staying in one system and being at one school and having one instructor for the the span of my martial arts career. I think I would have been more in a place to be able to teach. I would have been more in a place to be able to start a school if I wanted to. Um, and not that I don't think I could do those things now, um, but I would have a hard time um, putting that legitimacy on paper and saying, here are my here are my certifications and why I have the right to be able to do this, uh, because my experience kind of has been so all over, over the place. And 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 then, you know, you go back to, well, well, what do you teach? And so if so, if some of those I, I guess, in essence, what I'm saying is, is that if you gain clarity on what your long term goals are, you can you can make sure your your short term actions are better aligned for those long-term goals. And I, I had some long-term goals of, of, of wanting to have a school of my own and wanting to teach and things like that, that I think are, have been made more difficult due to my dojo drifting. So I guess kind of that's my experience, um, as, as far as my young martial arts career and, um, you know where where I'm at now, and uh, again, I I would just encourage people to say, really take a look at your long term goals and and make sure the the long and short term have alignment. So, what about you, Paul? You you've been doing what you're doing for quite a while now, right? Yeah, well, you know, arguably, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like like with my twenties, yeah, it was the same way. You know, training in my twenties was you know just like it was a. You know, uh, a kickboxer, remember? We were kicking trees and glass on the hands. It was brutal, bloody, a lot of fence right. painting, you know, well, a lot of, of sanding. Um, <laughs> so, like, in my 20s, a lot I of mean, waxing cars. Yeah, I mean, you know, I started, you know, when I was 18, 17, 18, something like that. So, you know, in my 20s, that's what, that's, I just got my, my black belt. And then I joined the Navy when I was, in 20, when I was 22. Uh, so, you know, <clears throat> I mean, it was, I, was, I was all about my style. The system that I was training in, and then um, you know, and I joined the Navy and went through boot camp, went to sub school. You know, I, it was kind of hit or miss. But then I got to San Diego in my twenties. One of our dojo was there in San Diego, still there, and uh, I kind of got uh, about a, a, another good year of kind of training at another dojo with people that I yeah. hadn't trained with. Uh, you know, but it was still. Now, like, what was what was that experience like? Was it a lot, even though it was the same, was it the same federation? Yeah, it was, it was the same. And actually they were kind of cutting over to our system. They were in a, another okay. Shonen Dui style. And, uh, but, so like, how different was the instruction then? Was it vastly different just because you had a different it was, instructor? It was, but, well, it was, yeah. it was more dynamic because uh, Tosh, who I recently found out passed away a few years ago, um, the, the instructor was a, a fantastic instructor. Uh, he really mm -hmm. got me thinking about think breathing and, and going slow and relaxing and, and footwork and yeah he got me you know so uh you know my sensei uh because it was you know it's it, kind of an, an entrenched process you know you're kind of there you're in your dojo you're doing your thing right right um and you're and you're teaching your system the way you think it needed to be taught and then but there's there's stuff that you forget all the time i mean so like uh, i was just watching uh, in the green room uh my students uh shoot classes and then they they uh, send them up to youtube and then i watch them and we had uh, one of our students that came in from a, another school in Texas. Uh, he's a second degree or third degree. Um, uh, and his instructor is really good. And so I was like, well, cool. I want to see how kind of he interacts with my student. And I want to, I want to see yeah. his face when he, like we're doing stuff. Right. And he can, you know, I want to see if he kind of like, you know, what's going on there? You know, his eyes bugging <laughs> out. 
um, because you know it's it's always good just to have that different dynamic. So when because uh, there's stuff you forget, there's stuff you forget to right. emphasize or stuff. So so when I started training in San Diego, not only uh, it was kind of a, a, a weird situation because they were switching over from the system they had, which was kind of like our system, to our system, and so I was you know helping them with that. Um, uh, but there were you know I mean I was training with a guy who was like a recon marine. He was in our system beat the hell out of me but he was a good martial artist <laughs> and he made me right. think about stuff and like he kind of yeah. identified you know you know uh weaknesses in my system or just the way i thought about stuff really more more right. so than, than my technique because i expect my tech i'm a, a showdown i expected my technique to be not that great you, you know that you make an interesting point there as well is that uh i guess uh having different experiences at different dojos also include the other students because when when you have a set of students that you work with over and over and over again for you know weeks and months at a time you you create this routine right with them and they have certain expectations of you and you have certain expectations of them and you kind of slide into those relationships yeah whether a, you whether whether you think it or not sort of ingrained have yeah like you know i yeah. know they're going to attack this way they're going to right. do whatever or um, I gotta go softer here, or harder yeah, there, or whatever. Yeah. The case. Well, like at, at the the Wado school that I'm teaching at, one of the things that the instructor really pushes is defense, right? Is being self defense. So he's he is is uh, you know basically monitors like you know don't trust anybody, don't you know don't don't expect everyone to be sweet, right? And so if I'm teaching stuff or I'm trying to show something and I'm like I'm grabbing and they get all defensive and they'll you know and I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to like you know show them a defense against for something. And they're like immediately countering it, like as I'm, you know, just right. doing demo speed. Uh, right. And I'm like, it's just like, I'm just trying to yeah, show you. I'm trying technique. to show them this so they can see right. it, relax, don't, you know. So, right. So, uh, anyway, so, the, so that's kind of the, you know, the, yeah, the dynamics you want to, like, people not doing yeah. stuff the way you're used to doing them. That's right. Um, yep. And so, uh, and, and of course, in my 20s, you know, I was a showdown. I just, you know, got my showdown a couple of years ago. I really wasn't. You were the king of the world. Well, yeah, no, yeah, but I really wasn't analyzing what I was doing. I was just doing what I was told, you know, and just right. kinda, you know what, and I hadn't, you know, but that regurgitating. Was, yeah, that was kind of where the door started opening of me thinking about uh, stuff, um, and so you know, and then so I, I worked out there for a year or so, then I you know got stationed on my boat, and I kind of didn't really train that much until unless I mm -hmm. like went home, you know, for 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 vacation, because you know it's kind of hard working on a submarine, you know, so a little bit. I did all the stuff, and then, much like you, you know, I was living the sailor lifestyle. So, mm -hmm. yo ho ho and a bottle of rum, you know. Drifting and, from port to port, doing yeah, martial arts yeah. here and there. Well, not so much of that, you know, <laughs> more just like uh, <laughs> drinking port. Yeah, it was it was ugly. Right. So, uh, but then in my mid twenties, when I got out of the navy and I, I was still in Hawaii, that's kind of where it shifted a little bit because Hawaii has a really big martial art. Yeah, you know, it's got a lot of confluences of a lot of different Asian styles and whatnot. And so, yeah, that's where I started studying Tai Chi, and that started me thinking me, making me think a different of, way again, a different way. You know, I'd, I'd visit yeah. other Shonen school, I, but so I guess probably one of the things that that maybe have held me back in my twenties was uh, not investigating as much um, mm -hmm. as I, you know, because I, I had a lot, I missed a lot of opportunities in a way because I was, you know, kind of like I kind of wanted to still do what I wanted to do. You know, I still wanted to right. stay with my system. And so I didn't go out and explore as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Um, like like I had kind of an opportunity to get into BJJ back before, it, you know, really blew up. And, yeah. you know, I kind of didn't do it because I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's kind of a, at that point, it was kind of like it was the trend. It was the kind of the fad. Was like it may be gone yeah. next week, you know, but, uh, but I'd always been interested in Tai Chi. So I started training in Tai Chi. Um, I started working out with a friend of mine who ended up being one of the dog brothers. And so oh. that that was a pretty some pretty rough training, kind of like wow, this is not not traditional training, right? You know, because they don't train <laughs> traditionally. And uh, but you know, but I tried to busy. You know, I worked out with some crazy ninja dudes, you know, and and whatnot. So I I, <laughs> I, I tried to like you know open the door a little bit. Um, and I think life maybe after my thirties, because then again in my thirties. Uh, you know, late 20s, early 30s, I, you know, ended up moving back to the mainland and then I ended up kind of ended up back in my hometown and, and training with my sensei mm -hmm. again and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I kind of like had a, like a, you know. You did like, the full circle. Yeah, right? kind of like, you know, my, my rogue years in the wilderness a little bit. Oh, right. And then, I, you know, I kind of came <laughs> back. But it gave me much more of an appreciation for what I did. 
So, yeah. you know, and it gave me much more for an appreciation to, you know, so, so I dabbled and I thought, and then when I got back to, and to answer, kind of get back mm-hmm. to Ryan's question, he said, you know, where you're able yeah. to put the time into the art or was I searching around for something that fit me better? I wasn't necessarily searching for something that fit me better. I was, um, I was really just kind of wanting to work out and I was finding right. stuff. What I started to find out actually probably, um, after I did, uh, Tai Chi, and I saw what it was doing for my karate. My Tai Chi instructor at the time, actually, uh, he didn't say it. It was one of his instructors who was visiting class, an old Chinese dude. And he said, he said, Tai Chi is great for karate. Karate does nothing for Tai Chi. And uh, I, I kind of disagree with that a little bit now. Yep. But at the time, he but was... But you can see where he's coming He from. was pretty spot on at the time because at the yeah. time, Tai Chi did a ton of stuff for my karate. And it still yeah. does. It's still reflected in the way yep, I teach and the way I train. Yeah. Um, and so, but I didn't know I was looking for it. I just kind of thought Tai Chi was kind of cool and I wanted yeah. to go do it and I wanted to work out. So, yeah. um, so that was where maybe the, the first like door kind of opened, you know? And then mm-hmm. when I started training with the, with my buddy Kalani and, and doing some of the stuff he did, he was doing Jeet Kune Do stuff and Kali stuff and, and, okay. and that kind of like, oh, that's kind of what we do, you know? And I remember we did a, a right. technique one time and it was just like a figure four lock or something. And he said, like, oh, you do jiu-jitsu or something. And I was like, nope. Yeah, like, nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was doing, I think, Japanese jiu-jitsu or something at that time, too. Okay. Doing a bunch of different stuff. And I was like, nope, this is, you know, one of our, our 2D techniques. And so that's kind of where it was like, you know, hey, we all do the same stuff. Yeah. So, well, uh, and, and I've always thought of, uh, uh, especially for some reason, Tai Chi and Judo as really good supplemental martial arts. Like, even if you're not, like, even if that's not your thing, there's so many attribute builders within those two arts um, that yeah, really a, enhance your core art, no matter what it, what your core art is, really. Yeah, there's a there's a judo school down the road that I guess has been there forever. Mm-hmm. Some Japanese guys yeah. running it, and I, I drove by there just the other day, and I watched them in there. They were they were doing randori and whatever, and yep. doing their thing, and I was kind of like, maybe I should come down here and do judo. I've never really yeah, like got into judo, but then yeah. uh, you know, pursuant to our earlier conversation, I was like, yeah. I'm 50, and I've had I've had two people oh, right. that, that came to my school and trained with me because yeah. they separated their shoulder or something, oh, yeah. and I'm like, what's up with that gentle art you guys are supposed to have? Why is that right. no, everyone's getting hurt? And then they yeah, I don't, I don't have heel. a problem. I don't have a problem getting thrown on the ground. It's getting back up. That's my problem. So right. Like, I gotta right. get up like all day. Yeah. No, I gotta uh, do that again. Um, again. <laughs> so yeah. So 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 probably in the 20s, you know, like maybe if if you've been like if you started when you were four, it's probably different. When you started like in your teens. Right. Or you're, you know, an early, you know, sort of black belt like yeah. I was. Um, I think that probably is kind of a, 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 maybe it's kind of a searchy time because, also, you know, as an as a human, as a functioning adult, you know, like right, you did graduate school, you moved, right, your job, you got, got married, bills to pay, you got a wife to keep happy. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that are going to go in there. Yeah. So you know, I was, you know, footloose and fancy free, uh, yeah. and so you know, slightly different, you know. Thing. So the yeah. tra- training probably for Ryan uh, and, and for anyone in his situation would probably be different than, than we did. Um, and but, but again, I don't think it was like an active search. I think it was just, you know, right. the business of life. This is just kind of how it happened. I ended up here. And but like you were talking about, about kind of regret, I do kind of that that period that, you know, decade. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I missed a lot of opportunities. I missed a lot of opportunities to, you know, to train in Hawaii with some varied and really good martial artists yep. i was traveling a lot so you know I, when i was in taiwan i was in taiwan for a long time for, for months yeah. and months and months and months and i didn't really like dive too deep in that i just kind of worked out yeah. in the hotel and and you know so i kind of blew that opportunity uh yeah. you know i was in japan for for a little while i blew that opportunity i didn't go travel to okinawa when i could have you know easily gone there because i was in that neck of the yeah. woods um so yeah i i there's <clears throat> I, I guess probably my advice to someone in their 20s is, you know, seek out those opportunities, you know, not to the detriment yeah. of, you know, ticking off your family <laughs> or, or blowing all your yeah. money, but but really, you know, try and, and do as much as you can, because that's kind of a, uh, a prime time to kind of set you up. I don't, um, uh, my technique has gotten better, uh, especially since I started teaching, you know, and mm-hmm. through my, you know, uh, late 30s and, and 40s and stuff like that, uh, but I... There are people who are way better than me and do stuff way yeah. better than me because they trained harder <laughs> in those formative years, that, that 20. 
you know, and I, so I think that's kind of the arc of like, you know, uh, yeah. when, when people like, you know, you're 25 and you think you have to open a school, you know, uh, I never really thought about it because uh, I just didn't think I was ready for it. And yeah. I did try and teach a couple of people had some friends that wanted to, to learn. And I realized now looking back that that was not the thing I should have done. <laughs> right. That I really wasn't a good instructor. I was just parroting, you know. And yep. um, so taking that time, like I say, it, I, I kind of regret maybe that would have been a time where I should have gone harder and I should have done more stuff. Um, but it was part of the path, you know, that, that kind of got right. me here. Well, and, you know, one of the things that you said made, made me think as well is that um, I think that it's important when when you're thinking about the the life balance. Right. I, I've always said that life is a series of conflicting goals. Um, and when you have school and 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 family and work and you have all these pressures that that are upon you as a human living in society, um, I think it's important to evaluate your martial arts career in that context. Um, I know that I've, I've, I've had a strange thought sometimes of thinking to myself, okay, what if the, what if the hundreds, if not like more likely thousands of hours, if literally thousands of hours that I put into studying martial arts, I actually put into studying, I don't know, fixing my car. <laughs> then at least at the end of that thousand hours, I could fix my car. Um, so I, I do think it's it's really important to to recognize, you know, is this is this a career? Is this a hobby? Um, is this a lifestyle? You know, a lot of people that are, if you look at the the yoga fanatics, you know, it's it's kind of the you, you get those same categories where you get the people that they they go to yoga because it's it's stretching and it's kind of they they feel good when they leave and it helps them get through their day and you have the people that are weirdly obsessed with it you know and they just they have to preach it to everybody they they see and they are they are going full bore and then you get the people that are making a career out of it you know that want to teach and want to own their own school um i think the in between people is where you run into trouble because what you end up doing is you end up committing a an inordinate amount of time to something that that may or may not have the return on its investment. Um, and I would encourage people to think about that and say, well, now to me, um, I, I, I've had those, you know, those, those thoughts every once in a while, but I see, I see all of the benefits that don't have anything to do with, um, how do I how do I defend myself? Right. If I, I truly believe if, if that were the only benefit to the thousands of hours that I put into martial arts, um, then that would be a terrible return on investment. Uh, if you see it more as a, um, you know, a, a, in, in one of Ryan's later questions, he talks about meditation. I really see doing your martial arts as a, as a moving meditation. It's a it's a time when you break from the rest of the world and. Um, you know, oftentimes uh, when when you're in class, even when you're in, even when you're teaching class, uh, you're only thinking about class. You're only thinking about the technique. You're and and like I say, even when you're teaching, you go, okay, well, what are we going to do next? And are we going to do that? And then you're walking around, you're looking at people, and you're correcting. Or or if you're the doer, then you're thinking about your technique. You're trying to work on your form and your next. And you, what you're not doing is you're not thinking about school. You're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about the bills you have to pay. You're not thinking about your relationships, right? You're you're focused on doing that and just that. And I do think that that has effects in in other parts of your life where really as far as like meditation and mindfulness go and all those buzzwords that you hear nowadays, um, those, those are really all about stepping away and moving away from uh, your, your spinning thoughts. They call it the monkey mind, right? So it's about moving away from those thoughts and getting to a place where you can feel centered and you can feel, you can just feel like you can push away the rest of the world. And I know that, um, the the bow in to the dojo floor is 
is a ceremony for me. You know, it's it's that bow in portion is when I move from from being with the world, from being outside of the world. You know, I can I, I, I take that moment to go, OK, I'm, I'm pushing everything behind me. And, you know, I, I think for me, when when I'm training, even at a seminar or anything like that, the cell phone is off and it's it's in my gym bag. And, you know, it's all those things where you truly become disconnected from the rest of the world. So going back to the question is I, I do think there's all those benefits, um, but I, I think you should really make sure that that it it is something that fits into the rest of your life and, and you prioritize it. Um, because what you don't want to do is is you don't want to have your 10th degree black belt and and nothing else in the world, you know. Yeah, I, it's this is actually I mean, there's probably for for Ryan specifically, uh, and you know anyone else who happens to find themselves in the, because I, <laughs> I I found that I found that sort of maybe like like later, um, you know, because like I didn't start a, a class until uh, you know I was in my 30s and I, I it was like a year after I had uh, I had after we had our first kid, our only kid. That I not you of, and I. That I know of. No, not we. You and my wife, wife and I. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> but but that's okay. You know. That's okay. Uh, I, I've known Nothing Dan. I've, I've, I've known Dan probably almost as long as I've known my child. So, uh, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, because true. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think. Either you had your your original podcast. Yeah. Or you were kind of on the forums of Cardi Cafe forums were around the same time yeah. I started, I think. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, I've definitely been talking to you longer because, you know, my kid couldn't talk for a couple of years. Right? So <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but, you know, like, yeah, establishing sort of that, you know, priorities and, and, and whatnot is kind of important. And so like, you know, for me, like one of the things was, you know, I've, once I started my, my dojo and really kind of started getting into that role and, and finding myself as an instructor, as a martial artist, it's like, ooh, I really want to do that. And and I don't think to the detriment of my family, my wife, however. Right. <laughs> you know, she might have a different opinion. She might have a different opinion. So yeah. so uh, probably for, for Ryan on what I would negotiate, and, and our good friend uh, Matthew Matson, who uh, was my buddy down in Dallas, he found this too, I think, when he got married and then had a kid and all that. You know, he was all martial arts all the time. Yeah. Then, you know, other things. It's tough balance. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're, if you're not doing it professionally, uh, it's, you know, that, that brings a whole other spin on it. Yep. But if you're just doing it because you love it and you want to, you know, whatever, you have to find that balance, right? Uh, just like everything yep. else in life. And trying to, you know, you got to figure out what's, you know, what your family think is a waste of time, what you think is a waste of time, you know, where you want to yep. make your focus. And that is, I think, a, a dynamic process of, of trying to find it. Is. You know, that's, like, that, I guess that's that's more just uh, finding your way through life right. as well. You know, like here, um, like, like since the move, like trying to find the yeah. time to, to train is, yep. is I, I find it really weird because we're in a different place, uh, in a different time zone. You know, it's, you know, you got friends. It's the rhythm of life. I got, yeah, well. you know, sun goes down at like, I don't know, like noon or something around here. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, and so yeah. trying, and then trying to find schools. I, you know, I've talked to some martial artists. I'm, I'm working with these Wadaru guys. Uh, I visited uh, some Kyokushin schools. You know, I got my ribs. I don't know if I did it. I went to a New Year's workout with the Kyokushin guys and they were doing light sparring. And oh dude, like, cracked my <laughs> my ribs. Oh, are you kidding? And, me. Uh, not, not 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 maliciously. I mean, just that's the right. Way. Of course, not. they yeah, hit right. those guys. Hit and right. he hit me. Yeah. Um. So it was. Um. You know. So I started off my new year kind of nursing a rib. Um, Jeez. Anyway, so you know, but it's it, so just in trying to find that, I was like, but my wife was like, yes, go work out because, you know, you met these people. She's met the, these people because they invited us to like this hiking thing that they did as a, as a yeah. dojo. And she's like, yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, go 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 hang out with them. So right. Um, that's one thing I would encourage you to do, Ryan. Is you know, I, I tell everyone, you know, the martial arts are yours. The martial arts are yours. Make the martial arts yours. Uh, but it also helps sometimes if you induce your family to like you know go out to dinners with people and stuff like that. So they see that these people that you're training yeah. with just aren't all like crazy steroid people beating the crap at each other that, you know, they're right. nice. And, you know, even my wife has said a lot of times, like when she met you, she's like, wow, that guy's, you know, like really nice. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I've been talking to him for 10 years, you know, right. and, and cause A, he listens to me. Uh, but, 
and and that way you don't have to. Uh, so so yeah. so so you know, establish those friendships so they see yeah. that you know it's worthwhile for you as a person. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and I I you know that makes me think one of the things that um you know because I've been out of it for a long time now, uh, my wife has always said that she wants me to get back in because she said, I, re I remember you coming home from class and you were like, you were energized and lit up and, you know, maybe you had, you came home and it had a rough day at work, but then went off to class and came back and all of a sudden you were bright eyed again, you know? And so, so I do think there is some, uh, for those of you that have read seven habits, right? There's the sharpening the saw where if, if you try to cut down a forest and you never stop and sharpen your saw, um, you're never going to succeed. So sometimes you do have to, to stop the, the go, go, go and, and the doing, doing, doing to kind of take some time for yourself and take some time where, where you can focus and enjoy the things that, that you do not for other people, but you're you're sort of being selfish to not be selfish, I guess. So yeah, yeah. I, I think there's that consideration too. Yeah, absolutely. And and so you know if if you're if you're newly married and in a new place, you get. I mean, that's one of the reasons why uh, you know when I travel, you know, I when I go places, I try and go to find places to work yeah. out because I get to meet people. Yeah. You know, I get to right. you know even if I don't, you know, if I'm only there one night or a couple of nights or whatever. I get to meet yeah. people, you know, and I, and I get to, and I, I'm kind of constantly learning stuff. So that's, that, that's one of the, the advantages of that, um, uh, of, of this time in the twenties is like, you know, being flexible and trying to figure out how it's going to fit into your life because then you might, um, take a look. I was like, okay, well, I only have three hours. Like, so essentially like, you know, I, I kind of thought about it, you know, back in Austin was like, I have an hour and a half on on Tuesday and an hour and a half on Thursday. You know? <laughs> so that's yeah. that that's my that's my time. Well, but as a, yeah. as an instructor, you know, I really don't get that much of a workout. So then what I started doing was like, well, I still want my workout, but I still right. have to watch. Well, the, and then I you're still have to watch these Yeah, right, exactly. You know, you're, you know all you're the doing admin all kinds part. Of other you know, stuff. I mean, yeah, right. I'm not talking about the admin part. I'm talking about like on the right. floor, right? And right. I'm going, well, I have an hour and a half of class, and I still want to get my workout in. Right. And I got these idiots in pajamas that are listening to me. So then I, I, so I straight up told him one day, I said, like, you guys have, uh, you know, I got good news and bad news. The good news is you're going to get much better workout. The bad news is because you're going to get a much better workout because you're going to do twice as much. <laughs> you know, cause, because so like, like I'm going to do 10 good ones and then I'm going to watch you guys do 10. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So you're getting 20, so you guys are getting more workout, but I still get my workout. And, mm -hmm. and then, but, but then as, so as a martial artist, what I had to do is like, well, I only have, Doing my, my basic techniques, I got 10 repetitions of mine. Yeah. So I'm going to make those 10 good repetitions. Then I got to watch them for 10. And then I got to do the next yep. set. And I got to do 10 good ones. And I'm still kind of watching them while I'm doing my 10 good yep. ones. So, you know, it was, it was, you know, stepping up levels for me. So, but I had to like, you know, prioritize, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, well, when I'm doing my basics, yeah, I'm doing my basic. I'm not phoning it in yeah. because this is my workout too. So, um, uh, and, but, and I didn't get that, like, you know, in the twenties, in the twenties, like if I was teaching a class, I was in front demonstrating how to do it right. and then they would do it because, you know, our instructor told us, our instructor's instructor, not my sensei, my sensei's sensei told me, he said like, you know, when class, that's not your workout time. That's the the student's workout time. Right. And I'm like, right. well, you clearly had more time than me. <laughs> well, and you know, in, in that time in your life, uh, I know that for me, like when I was in my Hapido class, for example, <clears throat> I would uh, I would assist instruct the beginners class, and then I would attend the advanced class afterwards. So you know, when you don't have uh, uh, home and family and all that stuff, you're nice. you're living out of an apartment and you don't have any other responsibilities, you can you can work out for you know four hours a night every night if you want to. right and so that's that, that's um, also maybe kind of a transition period for ryan as well of going like well now you know whatever your training regimen was you're going to have to accept that your training regimen is not going to be the same yeah. you know and well and and one thing i was thinking about especially for for people in this kind of situation is that it is it is a lot more difficult to re-engage once you've disengaged so if 
once you have disengaged, I guess, and this is probably true of any hobby, right? Once you've disengaged with that hobby and, and the rhythm of your life now does not include the time for that thing, the friction of getting that thing back in your life is much higher than just keeping going with oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I would really strongly say that if, if it is something that you want in your life and it is something that, that you feel is an important part of, of what you want to do and just what you enjoy and the things that you want, um, I would recommend to resist strongly of, of anything else pushing it out because, you know, especially with, um, some studios now that do like a punch card instead of a monthly fee or even somebody doing it out of their basement, you know, where you can get a cheap monthly fee and maybe you go once a week, um, or, or whatever that is, uh, the point is, is to stay engaged. And if, if you at some point just go, well, I'm going to take a break from this for a year uh recognize that that year-long break is probably going to be more in that than that and it's going to be really really hard to come back after that year-long break yeah yeah that's that's true yeah uh, yeah that's that's a very good point yeah of you know just keep going you know keep doing something that's yeah uh with with me like you know and i i presume all martial artists in this way you know and, and Dedicated, you know, real martial arts. Yeah. Uh, real martial arts. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm always thinking about karate in some way. Like I say, like, yeah. you know, like I'm when I'm walking around, I'm thinking about my right. footwork. When I'm, you know, when I pick yeah. up, you know, a whatever, I'm okay. Well, right. you know, I'm picking up a hockey stick. I'm like, ooh, okay, right. how does this work? Relative, oh, I'll, I'll give you, know, you a good one. I was I was knocking the ice uh, off of the tree the other day, and uh, I hit it with a pole, like, you know, one of the the long stabs in uh, Wing Chun. So <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Is every every t- every time you grab a stick, right? I mean, yeah, for so, the rest of your life, it's right. always a, it's you know it's a weapon, right? And so as a martial artist, I think that you know a, a key thing is you're always thinking about it. It's you know it's like yeah. cybernetics. You're always thinking about how yeah. your hands moving and you know blah 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 blah. I'm always just like randomly doing a block or something or yep. you know uh, whatever. You know, and just just because. You know, I always want to be thinking. I always I need to keep it fresh because again, I'm not getting the training time that I th- that I would like to have. Right. But I got to get it somewhere. So you know, I need to do it. You know, and it used to be, yeah. You know, when it when I kind of slacked off when I was in the Navy, and like I would show back up for class, you know, I'd be like, oh man, I'm nothing. You know, and it'd been like three or four months or you know six months or whatever, trying to like get back up to kind of where you were even in that short a period is tough yeah. and taking a year and not doing anything. So constantly being thinking about it, I guess is, is, um, yep. uh, it'll be like CNN constant updates. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So that was just Ryan's first question and that's, you know, about 45 <laughs> minutes of, of show. So, so, you know, let's, let's park this one and, uh, and then, right. uh, Ryan, we'll get back to that, that next question. Um, because yeah, should we tease the next question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next, well, you know, the next question uh, was uh, approaching a new dojo. Like, how you get in right. with a new dojo? I do it from the side. Yeah, I don't know yeah, about you. Yeah, but... yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you, know. <laughs> I, you never approach a new dojo head on. That doesn't make any sense. No, no. I come into the skylight right. and just drop exactly. in, exactly. Turn the light off and then just start. <laughs> but but that's probably not for you, Ryan. I wouldn't do that. Um, right, right. Yeah, and then he was he was just talking about like you know switching into a. a, a a new organization, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm presuming he's staying with the same system, which I think he's a Gojuka, a Gojuru guy. Uh, and then he just started talking about uh, version Sanji and other things. So we may put a couple of those together uh, to do the thing. But I think this is a really good way to kick off the new year. Yeah. Because it's really Yay. good questions from you, the listener, uh, the listener. Li- li- or hopefully listeners. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. Well, I've heard that more than one is listening, which yeah. is, you know, kind of cool. I know that I listen. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So that's and, at least one. So we're, at least we're talking to me. Right, and me. So it's skewing the numbers. The um, me, you, and Ryan. There and we then, go. Three. Uh, you know, I'm my neighbor upstairs. I told him about it, and I think he he caught a couple shows. Uh, oh, cool. And uh, I visited a, a martial arts supply store because they have one of those here. And oh. uh, yeah, and uh, I told him about it. So maybe, but uh, and so I see the, the the downloads, and like even with no shows, we're still hanging out. We're like we still have like thirty or fifty downloads <laughs> a week. 
For, so people are still well, listening to old shows or, or discovering the thing or, or whatever. Yeah. And that's that, that's kind of cool. So for those of you who've been listening to us for ten years, well, more, no, well, eleven years. Yeah. Well, it started in two thousand five, right? So right. Thirteen years. So yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Then yeah. So however, however many. Math is hard. Yes, math is hard. I'm doing Common Core. I'm trying to hash. <laughs> anyway, a long time. Um, long thank time. you. And uh, we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna work our way or the rest of our way through um, the Ryan's uh, questions. the questions through Ryan's questions. Uh, we encourage more of your questions. Uh, I'm uh, still working on some on some good um, interviews to uh, prevent you to just listening to us. Uh, and um, you know, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Mazeltov on on the wedding and the and the Indeed. graduate school and all For the good sure. stuff. I uh, appreciate it, Dan. Wow. It's, Always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Paul. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, Contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.